Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Um, Gannon, other side of the ball. Um, obviously a rough first half, but they they picked it up. I mean, we'll get to the D line in a sec, but I mean, thank God for this D line. Where would where would any of us be? Where would Gannon be? Well, where did would you it... see they're they're four sacks away from tying? I think in the history, four Bears. Yeah. Now they're it's... gonna have an extra game to do it. I mean, but, but the it... fact they're even within Look, four. Si- yeah, so I yeah. had the numbers. So just in sixteen games, so we can get rid of the whole like oh, 17 games right. on, which I mostly agree with when it comes to the records and all that. But yeah, like, I think it's fair. Yeah, it's fair. But the Eagles uh, now have the uh, they have 67 sacks. Only four teams in the history of the NFL have more. It's crazy. The 85 Giants, the 87 Bears, the 89 Vikings, and the 84 Bears. That's it. In the history of the NFL, first time, and they said on the broadcast we talked about leading him, first team in the history of the NFL with four guys with 10-plus sacks. Well, it's a uh, quick time out there. I think you deserve to do this moment. Oh, it's here. I mean, Brandon Graham. Yeah. Dude, I, I mean... We've talked about it all year, but for this guy to, yeah. to come back from an Achilles tear. Unbelievable. At 34. And he's at 11 now. He's at 11. It's, it's, it's not even, you know, he got 10 on like a last play no, in the Chief final game. Yeah. He got a legit double-digit sack In 16 games. It's miraculous. Yeah. It is miraculous. It's one of the most miraculous things we've seen. Yeah. He deserves to be comeback player of the year. 100%. Like, the Geno Smith. The Geno like, thing is over, it's so too. It's so silly. It's, like, what yeah. are we talking about here? This guy came back from Achilles to 34 in his best season ever from a stacks perspective. And I know that in awards, like in MVP, and more deservedly so, but in MVP, it's almost always a quarterback because of how important they are. So I can see how awards skew towards quarterback. Totally. But a comeback one is the definition of something where the play kind of doesn't matter. Yep. It's mostly about, look, Alex Smith came back from a horrific leg injury. Yes, of course. He was fine when he came back, but it doesn't matter. He came back yep. and he played. That's exactly Brandon right. Brandon Graham has come back from, you know, I don't want to say the toughest injury you can, them, but an Achilles injury at, at his age, age, at that position, yeah. is extremely hard. And, and he's playing amazing. I have not been as, like, passionate about something like this in an award it's it's so unfair to me <clears throat> excuse me this is coincidental it's so un- <laughs> it's so unfair to me tears that he's are not gonna get this award it's yeah. unbelievable i agree i think it's a it's an absolute outrage yeah it really is an outrage but, but hey, all right so you d- it just i'm, I'm happy you, you stopped the pot for that because it's deserved yeah it's deserved it's an ugly seconds. day it's an ugly time with yeah. the team it shouldn't overshadow an amazing moment yeah i'm with yeah. you man um really really awesome for for our fave for a guy who we yeah. we will love forever. Really cool to see. I mean, uh, sixteen sacks in sixteen games for Hassan Reddick. Which is pretty wild. That's I mean, that's it's astounding. <laughs> I mean, that is it's a ton of sacks. That's a lot of sacks. A lot man. of sacks. That's really amazing. How many did Babin have? Wasn't he like 19? eighteen? Okay. Eight, I believe eighteen. Yeah. It could be wrong, but somewhere sixteen is like a silly number. Sixteen is an insane yeah. number in sixteen games. So. In third straight year, too. It's yeah. A, not of 16. He's but legit. We, he passed the eye test. You watch yeah, him. He, does, he belongs in the conversation with the elite pass. Yes. He's he does. Like, he is one of them. I don't them. know where you would rank yeah, him. he's not Nick Bosa, but he's not like I don't think that you could, far I don't away. think you could come up with 10 better. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, all right. Outside of that, um, outside the D-line, kind of really saving him, what were your thoughts? Because, again, 
horrible first half, tightened it up in the second half. Obviously, the, the last seven points was on Gardner. Um, what do you think about the defense overall in Gannon? So, I, I think it's funny that the uh, perception of Gannon is he makes no adjustments. When consistently his defense is bad for the first two series and then is great the rest of the game. <laughs> you know, I mean, they give up a touchdown on the first drive of the game. They don't allow the Saints in the end zone the rest of the game. They gave up, uh, you know, they had that turnover at the end of the first half. They had six sacks. So there were a lot of positives. 13 points, I said going into the game, this is a game the defense has to win for them because the Saints offense is that bad. Um, and they almost did. Like, they gave up 13 points. You should win 90% of the games you play with 13 points given up point blank and I know the offense gave up seven so they technically ended up with 20 but the defense only gave up 13 points but it's also the perfect Gannon game in the way that I don't think people that are upset about it are completely out of line because the nine minute drive at the beginning of the game matters it sets impacts, the tone yeah for the whole Eagles game. offense didn't get the ball until six minutes to go totally. right three in and, the first out, quarter. and it sets the whole pace yeah. Yeah. now on the flip side the offense deserves blame as well for no getting nothing going and the defense did only give up 13 points. So the offense was worse. But I think the concern when you watch Eagles defense early on, and I said this when we were talking big picture, is sometimes things just look so easy against them. You know, like Andy Dalton's just picking them apart. Guys are wide open. There's no resistance on this thir- on third downs. They start five of six, like I said, on third down. They convert their only fourth down. They were 14 of 14 or whatever it was to start passing the game. That's bad. That There's no getting around the fact that that's bad. And – Great teams should be able to overcome the defense giving up a big drive at the beginning of the game. So I don't think the, the nine-minute drive is why they lost the game. I don't think the defense is even top three of why they lost the game. But the beginning of the game was bad, and that, that matters when talking about the whole thing. Yeah, and look, the, the D-line's been amazing. Um, they have to be ready for teams, especially if they face a team like the Bucks, for teams to come out and just throw quick and, and yeah. get guys in, and move the ball that and way. And better quarterbacks. And exactly. And this defense is going to have to find ways to adjust that. I mean, the secondary, you know, and obviously they're missing some guys and we hope guys get back, but but those two corners who the first well, half of the season— I don't think guys are coming back. I don't think Maddox—the fact that— CJGJ, is... I was thinking. Oh, yeah. 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 So, but I, I don't think Matt—yeah, the Maddox out and definitely— Although, you know what's interesting? I think this is actually pretty noteworthy. Uh, Sirianni did not put Maddox's— uh, number on his, on his oh, hat. so that's inter- that is interesting. Right? All right, so we'll see. But either way, I, I'm I'm talking. Well, that's its own issue. But I mean, Slay and Bradbury. I mean, the first half of the season, we talked about Slay as a defensive player of the year type yeah, guy. He's not we talked player. about both those guys as and 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 not that they've been bad. You know, I think they've had good seasons. But those guys need to step up, right? If this is what we're going for the playoffs, like we need those guys to be the guys that we saw the first half of the season, not what we've seen. More Let me ask you this. Do you think they're not playing as well because there's been a lot of secondary turnover and they're overcompensating? You I know, don't know. They're, they're not as they're not as confident. I mean, look, I, I mean, think Slay like has to play better. It looks better. like they're playing more zone because of the injuries, which and could be part of it. Maybe. And But I also think that and Slay has to play better, in my opinion. So there's no excuse. Point blank period, Slay has to play better. But I think when you have Josiah Scott make a mistake like he did on third and 30, I can see how if you're Slay in the back of their head, you're not as confident as you used to be that that help is going to be I there. I get it. So you're and, pressing and him Bradbury, look, Bradbury seemed to me, I only watch offensive plays, which is very on brand for me. When I, I mean, sorry, when I rewatch the game, yeah, yeah, I watch yeah, yeah. it deep. But uh, it looks like he got beat just point blank period yeah, on, on that deep ball, bad. right? So, yeah, they have to be better. Again, I think Andy Dalton, ironically 4-0 in his career against the Eagles now, which is weird. But he's probably better than we than we all gave him credit for. But Andy Dalton is not the caliber of quarterback you're going to play in the playoffs. So, yeah, I think the, the secondary has to be better. Maddox is not coming back. I think 
CJ GJ at this point, I'm getting close to the even if he comes back, who will knows? he be effective? Yeah. He's been he's going to miss half the year at this point, and that matters, you know, in terms of just continuity, playing well, and for what it's worth, he's not back yet. Like everyone kind of thought he'd be back this week, he didn't even get start practicing. So, who knows at this point? Yeah, hope There's for the best. Obviously, but they could, they could want, use him. But either way, you need those those corners to step up in in those guys' absence. You need better yeah. play from those guys for whatever the reason.